Welcome to Filled with His Love, Strengthening Attachment Relationships. Today, our topic, I must admit, is not so uplifting, but sometimes we need to deal with difficult issues, and emotional and physical abuse are among those issues. So, I once counseled a young married couple on the verge of divorce. They came, sat down, and, and together, and uh, began talking with me as a church leader. I asked if there was any abuse in the relationship, and the wife said, No, I don't think I'd call it abuse, but one time he did bruise my arm. I said, How did he bruise your arm? Well, I was trying to leave the apartment to go to the store, and he grabbed me and wouldn't let me go, and he grabbed me so hard he bruised my arm. I said, Well, that is abuse. I'm not sure what the husband said while he was grabbing his wife's arm, but I can guess. He probably tried to convince her she didn't need to go to the store. He may have even complained that she always made irrational decisions, etc. He probably gaslighted her. So he combined emotional abuse with physical abuse. So what is gaslighting? The term has been popular for only around a decade in the U.S., but it originated in the 1940s in a British movie where the husband tried to convince his wife that she was insane. He kept dimming the gas lights in their home, and when she complained about the gas lights being dimmer, he would tell her that, oh, she was crazy because the lights were not dimmer, and this caused her, actually, a lot of uh, psychological pain. So what does this have to do with attachment styles? The husband obviously had an avoidant style in that British movie, and the wife an anxious style. That's what made her vulnerable to his taunts. His abusive comments rang true to her because she had such a low view of herself that she believed him. He played on her fears about herself. The couple I counseled was similar. The wife did not even see her husband's actions as abusive, even though he was clearly, definitely abusing her in multiple ways, controlling, manipulating, even if he ha hadn't gaslighted her per se, his controlling and manipulating behaviors were certainly abuse, as well as physically hurting her. You know, it's, it's common for a spouse who is being abused not to recognize the abuse. And gaslighting is particularly difficult to recognize. I won't go into all the phrases that gaslighters use. You can find these online if you'd like. I will just say that when someone either at work or at home is trying to convince you that you're not seeing things clearly or that they can manipulate you in some way, it's gaslighting. It's abuse, and it needs to be eliminated. Gaslighting can affect all types of relationships, including our attachment to God. So there's psychological or emotional gaslighting, but there's also spiritual gaslighting. Rob Green, a Christian writer, puts it this way, quote, I think it is wise to restrict the term gaslighting to intentional acts with the purpose of harming the victim's ability to understand truth. Romans 16 and 18 says, For such men are slaves, not of our Lord Jesus Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. 
Okay, continuing with Rob Green's quote, if reality is rightly observing the things that are true, then Paul warns the church about people who do not want them to see what is true. They want to entice the people in the church to a false reality, one they create themselves to feed their own appetite for recognition. Now consider those who decide to leave the church. They often point to someone who convinced them that they had been misled by church leaders. I had one friend say, I didn't leave the church, the church left me. He meant that he felt the church had not told him the whole truth, that they had deceived him. All of this because a friend had sent him links to websites that showed that the history of the church was not what he thought he'd been taught. Pure gaslighting. Like Korahor, these people say to a member of the church that they don't know all the facts, and if they did know all the facts, they would leave the church. Like Korahor, they are saying that the unsuspecting person is the victim of a frenzied mind. They're crazy. Just as the husband in the 1940s movie convinced his wife that she wasn't seeing things straight, that she was crazy. Sherem, Nehor, and even Alma the Younger in his early life all used flattering words, eloquence of speech to lead people away from spiritual truths. So gaslighting has been with us for a very long time and is something we all need to be wary of as believers. Now back to attachment relationships. Gaslighting can destroy relationships we have with family and friends, just as all types of emotional abuse can destroy relationships. But it can also destroy our attachment to God. Many who leave the church also stop believing in God, all because they become convinced that they were misled by the church, that they weren't seeing things clearly. We need to protect ourselves from all types of gaslighting, emotional and spiritual. We also need to help victims of gaslighting recognize it for what it is. Victims likely need help from church leaders, ministering friends, and therapists. And gaslighters? Well, they need help as well. Both the wife and the husband who I counseled needed help. The husband needed to see his behavior as totally unacceptable, and the wife needed to recognize that he was bruising more than her arm. He was bruising her spirit as well. I realize that abuse in relationships is not easy to discuss. But research shows that, this is astounding to me, 48% of women and also 48% of men report some type of psychological aggression or emotional abuse by an intimate partner. It's far, far too common. It's something we need to avoid and eliminate at all costs. I know a faithful couple whose son left the church in his adult life. I hadn't seen them for a, a long time, and, and so I asked how their son was doing. The mother said, oh, he's come back to the church and is more committed than he's ever been. I asked, really? So what brought him back? Oh, the mother said, it's our ward. They just loved him back into full activity. Now, I'm sure it wasn't quite that simple, but her response impressed me. What brought him back? Love. And I'm sure it was a mix of him feeling love from his friends and family, as well as love from God. As I said in a previous episode, 
Can people really change? Emphatically, yes, they can. They can lose faith, but they can also regain it. My hope is that if you or someone you know experiences any type of emotional abuse or physical abuse of any kind, any form of loss of faith, any spiritual gaslighting, we might say, I hope we will find ways to help them and bring them back. Just as that mother told me that her son had been brought back by love, the love of all those around him, the love of his parents, the love of ward members, the love of God. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.